Hey, what's up? It's your boy, JT. And it's your boy, Carlos G. Yo, that's your boy, Key. What's good, man? Welcome to the Four Horsemen Podcast. What's up, minus boy? One horse- yeah, minus one. What's up, bud? How was your week, man? How y'all doing? I mean, my week was good, man. I started uh, some new training, and it was good. It was enjoyable. Some, some new what? Training. Oh, I think that's a new crane. I was like, is that another word for head or something? Nah, nah. That, that, that is interesting, though. You could use it for that, I guess. But, yeah, that cranium. Yeah, get, get some cranium. <laughs> With that knowledge. Bro, that's you know, already the name right there, bro. The name of the podcast is getting, getting some cranium. <laughs> you know. <laughs> some light. <laughs> right. Nah, but on the real, I, like, to, actually just having a day when I was uh, when I was out getting me some chicken wings. I uh I went and bought finally bought a new Nintendo Switch controller so I could play against my daughter in Mario Kart. Wait, hold on, time out. Your bum behind only had one. Yeah, you so cheap. You so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, we can't play together. If you go, we gotta go on separate tracks at separate times, and we gotta we gotta look at the times and see who had a faster time. That's how you know you won. Why are you? He playing? never intended on anybody else to play in that with, play with. That's exactly what I've been doing. Yeah, you. Yeah, you all the way trash, bro. <laughs> Throw them away, man. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know what I found out, though? I what? Didn't have one the whole time because she beat me, like, majority of the times, bro. I'm like, what? Of like, course. No way. See, you're <laughs> you looking at it for time, like, oh, I'm going to beat time. But it's because it's only you. You're not looking at everybody. Now you got somebody on the track that, hey, I'm going up against them. The pressure's on. Right. <laughs> I was like, right. beat me. Like, I only beat her, like, twice. The only thing I can beat her in is battle mode. That's it. Like. <laughs> Well, good thing you try. Good thing you don't own no real video game systems with your trash behind. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't want it in Call of Duty, boy. Rosam, I'll smoke you, bro. I had you out there, be out there doing doing them dirty. I just snipe. That'd be the easiest way to do it. That's cool. What about you, Keith? Uh, week has been good, man. Super productive. Uh, doing a bunch of stuff as far as like uh, cleaning up the house. We've been staying at my wife's mom's house my mother-in-law's house uh during this quarantine so we actually been going to our house and like just cleaning up and straightening up stuff to get uh ready to move back um so that's been super inspiring and then i've been working on some uh some other stuff whatever some some personal stuff i got in the works so that is uh kind of got me got me jazzed up too so yeah no for sure man yeah i ain't been doing nothing but being lazy uh, well, I start, actually started working out more because, you know, I got to get my life together. I realized that uh, I'm not going to – I'm never going to be super skinny if I just think about it. got to actually do it. Yes. I have started working out more, so I will say I, I've been uh, excited about that too. Yeah, bro. So I've been, I've been going to a lot of hikes and we're hiking. Bro, bro, I went hiking last weekend. Woo. Bro, that was that was a rough one. I thought I was going to <laughs> But today was a lot better. It was fun, but it's fun though because you get some dope, you know, some dope scene. Like I love being outside. It's like that's my kind of shit. Uh, I yeah. Started this. I started this like uh, workout program. So I'm trying to see how it goes. And then I've been working on the eating, bro. I got to curve these sweets. They're killing me. Yeah, it's that's the hard part, man. Especially when you're sitting around. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, bro. I, I mean, we we we've been there where you be in like closed environments. Where all you want is just like comfort food or whatever. So oh, it's yeah. uh. It's different now in this situation, but I mean, I, I just try to balance it out. Like that's why I'm like, I have to work out because I'm not gonna stop eating. So yeah, and that's the same thing I told myself. But I got so I'm on this meal prep, like this whole meal prep program. 
where they send me food. So I'm just like, all right, that 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 keeps me on track for the most part. But like, I definitely fell off last week. Was it? I fell off last week hard, bro. I was in that moment, like eating everything. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna eat meal prep. I'm just gonna go out and get me some Chipotle. Oh, you know what? It's tacos. I'm give me some tacos. I'm like, bro, I was eating crazy. But I'm back on track now, so that's cool. Yeah, that's why I'm a firm, uh, I guess, uh, believer in the intermittent fasting diet because, like, I pretty much eat what I want, but because I wait so long to eat, man, like. I be thinking I'm gaining weight. Like, I, know, I was like, I know I gained weight, man. I like, like a week from since the last time I've been on a scale, and I was on a scale. I'm like, dang, I'm still the same weight. Only thing I think is happening to me now is like I'm I don't have my muscle definition, but I'm still super light. I'm like, dang, man, I eat what I want. I be feeling like I'm getting fat, and then I get on the scale. Like, nah, bro, you still the same weight. I'm gonna have to try this intermittent fasting out again. It was working when I did it last time, but I was just like, it was one of the things. Like once I got used to it, and then I realized like I would just go like half a day without eating and i'm like damn it's four o'clock ain't ain't nothing what the hell's wrong with me and then by the time i eat then i don't want to eat nothing because now i'm not hungry no more and i'm like well i don't really want to eat like i eat a little bit and i'm like i'm full then the next thing i get home it's dinner time and i'm like well i just ate like two hours ago i'm good it works now i'm only eating once a day like a homeless person bro i mean once a day like a homeless person i eat two meals a day basically then i might eat a snack every now and again and the thing about it is like because i'm gone during the day like it's super easy for me like, because I don't have something just readily accessible for me to grab. So right. when I get home. Got that credit card? What you mean? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I can go swipe for it, but I mean, I don't want to do that. So when I like, call me swiper, no swiping. Here's the thing, though. Like, swiper, no When I get home, they be like, all right, now I got to fix something. So that's like a whole nother hour, you know, with prepping and cooking and then fixing my plate. And that's another hour where I ain't ate nothing. And then around 6 o'clock, I'm only ate two meals, and I feel like I don't ate too much. So I hear you. Yeah. But my my fat tail, that ain't happening. You know what else I'm not doing? Which I'm sad to say, I'm not working out. And I'm still like getting no <laughs> What? That's yeah, a bro. that's a shot. Yeah, bro. I'm not working out. Like every yeah. now and again. Yeah, that was definitely a shot at us, Key. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's a I'm I'm shocked, not a shot. Oh. Like I'm well, he was throwing shot. shots too. No, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing though, like I'll see the weight. Like I actually got like in this area of my house where it's like I got gym equipment on the floor where I can just really grab it. Every now and again I pass by, like I feel bad. I grab like a quick set of like you know lat raises or something like that, and then I'm done. <laughs> That'd be it. <laughs> Maybe a quick set of push-ups like every other week, you know what I'm saying? I was like, right. don't worry, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. Just wait on it. And then the other thing I've been trying to figure out, like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, and I'm just trying to figure out, like, what the heck I'm going to do with it, and what is it going to be about? I think I'm just, so I've been watching this one dude's YouTube channel, bro, and he be saying, like, the wildest shit. Like, bro, he, he literally made a video about taking a shit. I think he was on the toilet, actually, when he was doing it, too, and I was like, but he had, like, 300,000 people who watched it. I was like, if people watch this shit, then I know I can come up with something interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty good YouTube channel where it's a guy who um, he goes through the process of learning stuff and he tries to learn it as fast as possible. And he just walks you through like his journey of learning like something new. Like he just picks some obscure task or something to learn, like something to do. And he just goes through and learns it. I mean, and, you know, and, and he's got a, a slew of followers. I thought his channel was pretty cool. So, I mean, it's it's so many different angles of stuff you could take. And that's yeah. why I was saying like, the, some, the stuff I'm working on on the same tip is uh, talk about doing a, um, a YouTube channel. But I started taking this course um, on improving or like how to, you know, giving you tips and, and guidelines on kind of how to get it started and, and all that kind of stuff, like what to do. So it um, 
I'm just finding it super helpful, uh, especially because I was kind of apprehensive about starting one as well. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, but I think I, I think I got it. I think we'll see in the next few weeks <laughs> what, what, what I actually put out. But dope, do that shit, bro. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna start it. I'm just gonna put a video up and be like, yo, this is my YouTube channel. What is this about? I don't know yet, but just keep <laughs> tuning in. I'm sure it'll get good eventually. If not, man, eh, fuck it. It'll just be trash. You can just come and laugh at it. I'll make sure you subscribe. <laughs> well, I will say this about YouTube channels, man. If you're doing something interesting, you're gonna get followers, and then people are gonna stumble upon your video. Like I, bro, I ain't did a video I, in over a year, and I still get subscribers every now and again. I did. I think I got a total of like six videos on my channel, and then I actually enjoy it. I want to keep doing it, but I just ain't got the time to right now. So it's not like you're just being lazy, making excuses. You make time for what you well, want. Well, for what I was Remember? doing, I was doing photography videos, and I ain't really. I know what you was doing. I was watching. Right, and I ain't got nobody to take pictures of right now. So you know, I ain't. Well, I'll be out there. I'll be out there soon. Don't worry about it, bro. You can take pictures of me. Well, I'm gonna come. Visit well, to be honest, Brittany, like, cause she's been doing. Uh, she's been getting real big into yoga. She's been asking me to do some stuff for her, for as photos and videos. So I might just, I might just use that as to get back to starting with my videos and stuff. Oh, so I wasn't good enough. I got it. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> Not much miss what you said, so I don't know. Yeah, you definitely missed what I said. That's cool. Anyway, uh, yep. so, <laughs> let's get down to the shits. You know what I mean? Let's not even. So we took a hiatus last week because there's a lot going on Mother's Day, um, a lot of other important stuff. So we took a hiatus, but we're back. Um, back at it. That's right, like you bitch ass motherfuckers. We back. Back like I left some. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, man. Um, what you want to talk about first? I feel like I feel like. You know, Ivan should go. I know he had. All right, let's get straight to the shit. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Straight to the shit. I mean, you might as well just rip the band aid off. Yeah, man. We're going to rip it off. Listen, hey, if you're easily offended or easily triggered, you should probably skip ahead. I don't know till when. Just keep skipping. If you hear <laughs> yelling still, you should probably just keep going. You right? <laughs> uh, but just know, hey, this isn't a slight at anybody or any person. This is just a general consensus of how we feel. Yo, right? yo it's interesting that you gave that uh that note about the triggering part because it's a disclaimer. Yes, because she was telling me, y'all got to make sure y'all give triggering disclaimers because of what y'all are talking about. And I was like, I remember the. Yeah, all but of our I, topics little... are, are that way, though. So, I mean, I just, yeah. I kind of, I'm like, hey, yo, fam, our whole show is triggering. So, I'm just let you know right now, you might not want to listen to this well, episode. Well, see, but most, pretty... of the, most of the time, it's pretty chill. But this is, today is about to get real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it might, some people might get real triggered. So, just a heads up. Yep. I still love all you, all my followers out there. I'm a people on Facebook that subscribe. Shout out to you guys. You guys are the real heroes. Um, I still love you guys. I've known y'all for pretty much forever. So, y'all cool? All right, bet. Um, Ahmaud Aubrey, I'm gonna just say it right now. Young man uh was gunned down on a run in Brunswick, uh Brunswick, Georgia, um by two uh terrorists is what I'm gonna call them, because I ain't even gonna sugarcoat it. Um, but young man was running. Um two uh gentlemen thought that it was within their power to stop this man from doing what he was doing and decided to question him. Um, he didn't know who they were. We don't have audio, so it's hard to, you know what I'm saying, hear uh, everything else. But from the video that you can see, you can see them end up getting into a scuffle. They had guns. He had nothing. They pulled the trigger on him, shot him, pulled the trigger three times. One ended up hitting him in his stomach uh, from a rifle. Um, he tried to run, tried to continue to run away, and you see him fall over. 
um, killed that man dead in the street. It took three months before it, it before word really even got out and it even hit the news because of the coronavirus. So he was shot February 23rd. People didn't even really start knowing about it until May. Um, it is hard for me not to say that it is open season on black and brown people in this country. And I can't even just say men, men especially, but just black and brown people, because there's also another young lady who was shot in her apartment, not even leaving out of the house, was shot by the police in her apartment by accident because they shot through three apartments trying to bust in on somebody who <laughs> it's just it's just it's it's hard to deal with at this point or whatever. Like I'm I'm way past numb, like and it's 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 like I, and I'm way past sugarcoating or trying to apologize for who I am or what I look like or what my sons look like. Look, man, I'm black and I'm off this shit, yo. Like I'm not really for letting people think that they can run up on me or do whatever or or say whatever, you know, and I gotta apologize for how I feel or how I am. I'm not doing that. And I feel bad for all these folks that are storming uh dang on government buildings and all the rest of this stuff whatever because they can't get their uh haircut at supercuts or they can't go to um you know to their local bar and buy their ipas and all the rest of this bull like we got people dying in the streets dog you know what i mean just trying to live like normal life and y'all crying about because you can't get your your favorite ice cream from your local ice cream spot like man you know i <laughs> I have way more choice words to say, but I'm trying to be easy. So, yeah, uh, no, it's very unfortunate, man. It's, I my biggest, well, my I had like 75 questions when I heard about it because I was like, one, this happened definitely before America was taking the coronavirus seriously because we didn't start taking it seriously until like St. Patrick's Day weekend is when it started getting real and there was like you know, facts down, right? So the fact that this went for like two, two almost three weeks and nobody said shit about it, like it was just like brush brushed under the rug. Is the wildest shit ever. Because if it would have been the other way around, bro, they would have had that motherfucker in the streets. They'd be like, yo, oh, this man. Black dude shot, uh, these two black dudes shot this white dude because they thought he was a robber because he's run through the neighborhood. What? It's crazy. What? Two, the fact that they called it self-defense. Yes. Because he attacked them. And yes. in my mind, I was like, fam, if I see a motherfucker with a gun and I ain't got a gun, I'm 100% attacking you, especially if you coming after me. I'm, man. I have a family at home. I don't want to die. I was going to say, like, you got any questions you you coming to me with and you got weapons, dog. The only question I'm thinking of is you asking what's in my pockets. And I'm finna yeah. either I'm running or I'm fighting. You know what I'm saying? It's straight up on some active shooter, active shooter type joint. Like, And the other thing, too, is like you're in the South. So we all know we all know the. I guess it's not the dictation. What's the word I'm looking for? We all know the. Uh, the reputation the South gets, right? We already yes, know so. like, how that goes, right? So. As a black man running through shit, you minding your own business, and then these two dudes run up on you like, "Hey, first of all, you ain't the police, and you got a gun." I'm already. First like, of all, you're on. not the police. First of all, you're not the police, and you're telling me to stop. Really, I didn't even know people really made citizen arrests. I didn't even know that was like I knew it was a real thing, but you know that's some shit that you just see in movies. You're like, motherfuckers uh, don't listen, really be out here in the streets. Listen, listen, dog. The citizens arrest law that they even have in Georgia and in many other states or whatever. It's mostly it is. 98 percent for uh retail stores so if you are in kmart or in walmart and you shoplift the owners or whatever can stop you because security guards and all the rest of that they technically don't have the right to stop you unless you have laws like that on the books they can stop and detain you 
to get their merchandise back until right. the cops show up. That's the reason that citizens arrest laws exist because they're like, well, I'm not the cops, but you're stealing out of my store. So I'm going to stop you and hold you until the cops actually show up. It's not for some uh, reckless jack wagon to decide that they want to run up on somebody or whatever that's running through their neighborhood. I don't care if I look out. Me and Josh don't look nothing alike. But to every other white person, whatever, I'm sure we do. So if he do something, he can haul off and smack five white dudes in the face. And then he run, you know what I'm saying? He dip out. And I happen to be running out of the block. And we wearing the same thing or whatever. And they roll up on me, dog. I'm not stopping for it. I'm not stopping for you. Like, I'm I'm not. So you could either come with it and you're going to have to attack me and we're going to have to see what it's going to be. But I promise you this much. You're going to have a fight on your hands. Period. Yeah. So then the next thing I was like, all right, cool. Whatever, like after I had 75 questions, I still didn't have no answers to. Then I was like, if they thought he was breaking into houses, he when they found him, he didn't have nothing on him. So nothing at that point, like, what do you like? Oh, he fits the description of his rock. Like, what do you mean he fits the description? This motherfucker don't have nothing on him and he's run down the street. So you stop. What was they gonna stop him and ask him, Hey, you've been breaking into houses, boy? Like, what the fuck was you gonna say to him? Yeah, even if he the killer part is, even if he had decided to stop and wait with these dudes like they got guns like there's no telling what else they could have possibly did to them i mean they already did the worst so but i mean but even still it's just like like i don't i don't even know i don't know what y'all plan on doing to me why like, did they I call see... the cops before they even decided to go citizen arrest his ass Look, they didn't dog, call the I... cops until they shot him i saw pulp fiction i know what can happen if you mess around and get in the wrong to place correct you on that, from what i heard i think they called the police beforehand but didn't wait to go pursue him and then the cops didn't get a chance to even arrive on station. That's what I'm for what I read. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I heard about. So you're telling me, right? So first of all, we know how this goes in any neighborhood. Yep. If the cops are called in a predominant in a nicer neighborhood, they show up fast. Yep. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's a fact. Um, so for them not to even arrive on time, okay, maybe possible. But I really don't think they called the cops and after they shot his ass. I was because, saying, listen, man, my man is a former, he he formerly worked for the DA's office. Like, dude, you know what I'm saying? The, the the father was in law enforcement. So there's no way in God's great name that you could tell me that this man didn't know, already know what the proper precautions and the proper protocol was supposed to be for him doing that act. And then, of course, the DA recused himself. The original DA recused himself from the case, but wrote this super long dissertation or whatever, explaining why the, the case didn't even need to be pursued, talking about the whole citizen's arrest thing and all the rest of that stuff. So you already know that it was an inside job. It was a good old boys network. They already had decided, made it, you know what I'm saying, play judge, jury, executioner, and had made a decision on what they was going to do to be able to get these cats off, man. There's no, no way, dude. No freaking way. That you know that the cops didn't show up on time or none of the other BS. They shot that man. They called the cops after the cops came through and was like, "Yo, we got it from here." And then they cleaned that junk up and they let them niggas sit, not being arrested for three months. Like, no, nah, dog, I'm off that. Yeah, that's like, crazy. My and then my favorite thing is that the dude who shot the video, who was sending it around to people, yes, which is crazy. First of all, this dude, you send around a video of somebody getting murdered. Like, what kind of fucked up individual are you that you're gonna send around a murder? What video sick and twisted. So human are you for you to be sending that video out of, of somebody literally losing their life on camera first of all how are you there and you didn't send it to the cops and you didn't send it to and if the if the local cops weren't doing nothing then you didn't send it to the freaking georgia bureau of investigations and if they didn't do nothing that you didn't send it to the fbi like what are you what's wrong with you dog and then have the nerve to get on tv 
and be like, oh, I feel fearing for my life ever since this video came out. Motherfucker, you were sending that bitch around everybody. How the fuck you gonna sit here and say you fear for your life now? Oh, because now it's in the hands of people who have justice, who want justice for it. Now you're scared because it's not your homeboys that you're like, oh, yo, look at this dude we shot. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yo, man, I ride out with Ahmaud Arbery's mom, fam. Like, I, I have no problems with them dudes receiving a death penalty. If it still exists in Georgia, I think they should be up for it for sure. Because here's my thing. People aren't going to stop doing these sorts of things until one, we go to shooting people back in the face or two, there are real penalties and consequences for their actions. Until you start putting people on a death, on a death penalty for killing black and brown people who are un- unarmed or, you know what I'm saying, inappropriately using inappropriate force or raising a force level unnecessarily in, uh, in criminal and criminal transactions until you start to enforce penalties for that, people are just going to keep doing it and it's going to keep throwing their hands up like, well, I feel for my life or I thought I was in danger or, you know what I'm saying? Because they they ascribe superhuman powers to blackness, especially to black maleness. Like if you're a black man, you're automatically a threat regardless if you have a weapon in your hand or not. It could be 101 white dudes walking down the street or whatever and they'll, try to quietly calm or coach the the crowd down and talk to them these i I mean i watch these dudes spit in these spit in law officers faces at the capitol in the capitol building or whatever in michigan with guns strapped on their back and all the rest of that stuff and watch these law officers do nothing to them they didn't even push them up off of them had that been anybody in the crowd that happened to be black or brown they would not have made it home that day And the thing that upsets me is how every time something like this happens, you know, it always got to be something, some somebody come behind that where there's news or it's just an individual who wants to try to dig up something from that person's past to paint that paint us in a bad light. That is like the most upsetting right. thing. And even with this case, they try to pull Oh, the construction site. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They want to yeah, drop the, the video. The construction site was never even filed any charges. They didn't make, they didn't say anything was missing. The man was just walking. That, to me, for, I've, I've talked to people in the past week and that's a common thing. Like when you see new construction communities coming up, people want to go look at the job site and stuff like that. And there's, I mean, yes, it's also some things where people want to go steal copper and stuff. But in this particular case, there was nothing even remotely close to that. But they still felt the need to share that and try to smear this guy's um, name after he's, he's dead. And that, to me, that's, that's the most upsetting thing. All right. And so this is the last thing I'm going to say on it because for me to speak on it, it has to be pretty bad because, you know what I mean, I'm – I don't for sure. About, yeah, I, I was say right. About race, bro. That is <laughs> not me, bro. And uh, for me to say something, bro, when they started that Facebook page to Freedom Dudes, bro, yeah. I almost lost my fucking mind. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ever heard, bro. I was so angry. I ain't never been that mad in my motherfucking life for some people to be like, hey, let's do something for these guys. And see, and that's this is the stuff that like, yeah, like because that sort of outrage or the, or the people, oh, he got what he deserved and all the rest of that stuff. That's the stuff that I look at whenever I see these videos of these Karens and these uh, Becky's wilding out, you know, at a, um, at a dang on uh, Red Lobster or whatever on Mother's Day because they couldn't get their way or they had to wait three hours in line for a place that's not even like open and they only doing, they only doing takeout. Like, come on, dog. Like, when you're seeing these folks like spitting in the face of of individuals, you see a lady take her mask off and start coughing in the face of a uh, of a, a Asian man, you know, or Asian woman, <laughs> you know, because they mad about the coronavirus and all this other crazy stuff or whatever. Like, look, man, 
white privilege is so and, and white entitlement is so incredibly robust in this country and especially um, with the current state of affairs and the current administration. Um, I feel like has really emboldened people in the last three years, especially um, that they feel that they have the right to really just do whatever they want to do and not receive consequence for it because it's been too many people that have gone unchecked. It's been too many people that have done stuff and you got, there are very fine people in Charlottesville. Those are very fine people, you know, <laughs> at the Red Lobster. Those are very fine, uh, two very fine men. Like, no fam, call them who they are. Them are they terrorists, dog. They are, they are there to inflict terror upon people to try to, to, to correct or maintain the status quo. And that is not right. It's unfair. I'm off it though. Um, so, but I mean, but I, I say all that to say is that it's, it's just time. It's time for people to wake up and to start doing something more. And I mean, us having those conversations are definitely important, but there has to be action items and stuff behind that. I'm glad to see that people actually came down and ran and, and put pressure on Georgia to make sure that um, legal things and justice or whatever is starting to be um, put in place. So that makes you super excited. I'm hoping for more, to see more of that happen in those instances. It's got to be, again, it's got to be consequences and repercussions for people's actions as police officers, as individual citizens um, that do things to one another. Because there's no way that I would be able, any of us on this podcast would be able to get away with doing even a quarter of the stuff that's been done to people right. that look and like to us. To me, the fact is, so it's like the aftermath of this now, like when you say consequence, consequence is like a lot of, I've seen people posting on Facebook where they are encouraging their uh, black brothers and sisters to arm up, like just for a protection sake, like going on a job, carry your weapon, all this type of stuff. Like that type of stuff, like, man, to me, that's crazy that I can't even go outside and do routine things, but I had to worry about my own safety as a person. And that's, that's the world we live in today. Yeah. You know, in the, in the great word of my Lord and savior, um, little <laughs> waneth. I keep yeah. the strap on me like the book of Eli. <laughs> All right. Oh, like nah. I was telling, but I was telling, because I was like, I was telling you, Key, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, bro, I'd rather have it and never need it than to get caught need without it. it. Need it and not have it. No, that's real. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And I'm definitely, I am a um, a huge um gun abolitionist as it were um but but these days man i'm I'm definitely switching sides because i promise you i'm going to get a rifle um sooner than later and i mean and that's just for the sake of like i said i got two i got two sons man two two young men you know that i'm i'm gonna be responsible for bringing up in this world and i have to admonish them uh and encourage them to be mindful of how they conduct themselves in this world because everybody don't love them like we do in this house you know and and i and i and my goal is to make sure that they make it home safely make it to and from wherever place they go and back home safely and then more importantly are able to grow up and matriculate and in the, in the learn in the educational system and hopefully become uh responsible adults and uh prosperous members of society but before all that happened Please know, punk, step up to get beat down. And if you come for me and mine, I promise I'm gonna have something for you. And I mean right. that on everything. All right. Now that we got the death yep. threats out the way, <laughs> let's get into the fun stuff. One thing I got—it's not even—it's it's more on a lighter note, but it, it more the fact man. that news, which we already know this, 
news only reports on trending stuff. And at the time, what was trending was COVID. So that's why I got swept under the rug for three months. And it's kind of sad that they, like, that's sure. what the news decided to do instead of reporting what needs to be reported. They just report what people want to hear. Fam, they talking about Elon Musk. They wouldn't let him work. They wouldn't let his workers come to work, and they was reporting on that right. shit the day it happened. You tell me a man losing his life is not that important, which is crazy, but it is what it is, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, on to the fun stuff, bro. Let's go. All right, trigger warning over. Trigger warning over. I repeat, if you've made it this far in the podcast, congratulations. I don't know about (laughs) that, but let's keep going, though. I I know we got another topic that may be triggering for some people. Oh, damn. All right. I forgot about that. Uh, All right. Trigger warning part two. Trigger warning part two. We are over the race stuff. Now we're going to get into the parenting stuff. So, uh, are you sure you want to get into that now, or do you want to do the yeah, fun stuff bro, first? We, might, we don't even need no band aids already off, man. You know what? Band aids already off, bro. No point in putting another one on just to rip it back off again. And don't worry, I'm gonna make this one fun because I'm gonna put it in like my logic and what the way I look at it. All right, well, let's do it. Okay, so, um, Boosie started trending again, of course. Uh, because <laughs> this man was like. <laughs> This guy said he uh he had his what his thirteen year old son out here getting his uh his wang his wang shmang from uh you know what I'm saying adult women and like he you know he be paid for it essentially so uh we just kind of want to touch on uh <laughs> sexuality parenting uh child abuse because that's really what that is uh and just um. I like to call it the oversexualization. Uh, again, if we talk of, of of black children, especially, um, you know, what I'm saying black boys and black girls, um, it just gets seen as adults way too fast, or get thrown into adult situations way, way, way yep. too fast. Yep. So, let's get after it. All right, man. Carlos, yeah. you want to go first? My, so, my point of view on what you know, Boosie said it to me. This. What he said was nothing new. It's just something that had never really been said in the open about. Yes, well, I'm not, he said it before. He he, he said have, it before. But I'm saying like that's not something that people go around advertising. However, that is something that is very prominent, specifically from what I know in the black community. Stuff like that. fam, my mom wasn't out here like, yo, hey, my son, he's 13. No, I need you to come over here and suck. I'm dick. saying my like, mom wasn't doing. I that, personally, like, I can't. You know, like my parents never exposed me to like that get that out there right now but i'm saying i've heard stories and i've talked to guys who definitely have experienced stuff like that and it wouldn't it ain't like one or two i'm talking about a lot of different stories where stuff like that happened and then i growing up in mississippi where yeah you know teen pregnancy rate there was through the roof and it still is that stuff like that is common it's really common like grown grown women with men little boys and vice versa type stuff Okay, with that, but I'm talking. We're talking about your parents. That's what I'm talking about. I've heard what guys who like not necessarily paying somebody, but helping them get to that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they parents. That's wild. I wish I liked it. The the killer part is though is that most, and I'm saying again, as a father of boys, like just knowing the stories or the general, you know head nod you know of a dad like if they hear about their son being sexually promiscuous or whatever in their teenage years most dads exactly i was gonna say like most dads is not they ain't gonna be rep they might reprimand you in the open but they're gonna come back around and be like hey my man 
I'm proud of yeah. you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, at yo, least but, he... hey, yo, sorry I had to do all that in front of your mom. Boy, so you know, like, you're tripping, right? The exposure right. to pornography at a young age, man, that stuff happens, man. Like, you already manipulate somebody's mind on. Well, well, first of all, no, I already know about pornography, but I was trying to watch porn. I'm my as parents as I found allowing their kids or even exposing them to it intentionally at ages way beyond what they should be doing. Because we already know, first of all, for the pornography industry in itself, that is a complete unreal uh, expectation of sex when it comes to just average people. And, it, and for to be exposed to that at a young age is completely asinine. I guess, oh, right. I ain't average, so I ain't having no, you know what I'm saying? I don't know about that average life. <laughs> I say what I will say, I, you know, I grew up uh, in a different era, a little bit different era than y'all. So, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> That's when he grew up. <laughs> I mean, so, you know what I'm saying? Like sneaking and getting, you know, your parents VHS, you know, that kind of stuff to, to watch porn it's you know what i'm saying we talk about it's a much different scenario now like kids got instant access you know through the internet like you almost got to put all kinds of like wall wall firewalls and blockers and stuff in order to be able to to keep them from having the, the instantaneous access that they can have to a whole world of porn so you know you really got to be on guard as a parent to be able to keep them from that. Whereas, you know, before it was only like, depending on how many tapes, you know, Pops had at the crib, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you know, it's only five right, videos. found the Playboy magazines. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you only had, you had limited resources typically as a, you know, as a kid. Uh, you know, it would always be the the one, the one homeboy that always had access to something or whatever, because their parents was reckless or was never home or whatever, or their older brother had something that they, you know what I'm saying, that they saw. So you, you know what I'm saying? You end up getting exposed to stuff, but it would, but it still was limited or mitigated um, considerably. But yeah, like now it's just, you know, you can, it ain't, it ain't but a couple of clicks and you can be off into something you ain't right. even intended. Like, whoa. So listen, bro, that's how I found out about gangbangs. And I was like, oh, this is a real thing. <laughs> Motherfuckers really be out here like seven deep. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, wow, like, that's some wild <laughs> shit, bro. But I look at it too. But you gotta look at it like this, man. Like, I get what you're saying, Carlos, about how, like, oh, yeah, you know, parents are exposing them to this early when they shouldn't be exposed. But you think about how many times you'd have walked in on a movie that your parents were watching right. and it was a sex scene. Yep. I used to get super uncomfortable if I was in the room with my mom and them. And super uncomfortable. I would be like, yeah, this is awkward it's, as fuck. I know what it's like. No it's like the room. room was quiet, but you didn't realize how quiet it was until that sex scene. <laughs> Yeah, and then like yeah. your parents are watching the movie like it's nothing, right? And you're fascinated because now you're like, "Yo, this is the most titties I've seen." <laughs> this is the most right. titties I've seen in the last seven years. Like, yo, I remember going to see Jason's lyric when I was a kid and going to the movie theater, or whatever, and being in that boy and like, oh, like the scene where they in the garden and stuff or whatever, and like going crazy, like in the theater. But it was like, fortunately, I wasn't sitting like exactly with my mom's or whatever. But I just mm-hmm. remember like that was definitely one of those like, uh, like it could have been awkward moments. So it was like after the movie was over, it's just like, I'm just not going to talk about that scene. But I yeah, definitely said yeah, no, you, That's your favorite scene of the movie. Like, you <laughs> Same, like, but that's the scene. It just reminded me of, uh, bro, whenever me, my dad, and my brother went to go see Any Given Sunday. And, uh, and uh, Al Pacino oh, yeah. made a old girl and she had her booze out. My dad gonna lean over to me and be like, hey, close your eyes. I'm like, I'm not closing my eyes. 
I had not seen them titties. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah like, yeah, like I was saying, but I said, like, you know, so we're exposed to something. You think about the music we listen to. It's, you know, it's like all these sexual windows and stuff right there. So, I mean, like, granted, I get that kids, you, it's an, it's an, unless you keep right. your kid under a rock, they're going to get exposed to it. And it's better if you expose yes, it to them, but you explain it to them too. Now, that's the, you know, that's the part that's got to happen. It's got to be an explanation with it. Like, you can't just leave your brother. kids out here like, to fend for themselves and to learn from their peers because that education is <laughs> going to go south real fast. Yeah, but I can tell you plenty of stories. That getting all the wrong info. Bro, yeah, I was out here. Let's just say when I was younger, I was wilding. I was really wild because I didn't know no better. Yep. But I always knew, you know what I'm saying, I always knew like certain rules of things that I should do. I mean, like, hey, you should always wear a condom no matter what kind of wild right. stuff you're getting into. And, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, and then granted, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't have, a, I don't have sons, but if I had a son, I'm not paying for him to get laid. Like, that's wild. That's prostitution. Right. I'm not. <laughs> It's straight up child abuse and, as well as solicitation. There's so many laws that are broken in that, and which is wild. And then if I did do it, I'm definitely not telling nobody that I'm I'm definitely not like, gonna put like, it on Instagram on IG live. Like that's some wild shit. I don't even know what the fuck he was thinking to say that, but I get where he was coming from because it not as ties into D Wade and his D Wade situation. All right, so D Wade let his son. Daughter, son now. No, other way. Daughter now. Oh, all right, but like the other way around. Do, yeah. Son become a daughter. I thought yes. it was whatever. Anyway, which is interesting. Um, it, but it happened at a young age. Now, I can't say I agree or disagree because I'm very indifferent. Because it's one of those things. Like, granted, it's a kid, so kids don't really know what they want, right? They think they know what they want, and I was I understand how he respects his child's opinion on his or his child's thoughts of what they want but i'm also not letting you get a sex change like that's wild and, and, see, and i don't know if he i don't know if he officially started the the transitioning part but i know uh he definitely started uh she started using female pronouns so um yeah and, i just think it's something like at that young of an age you should really i'm not gonna so all right there's plenty of ways that parents go about this and a lot of them are the wrong way which like i was saying when we was talking earlier Yep. A lot of them are the wrong way that parents go about it because then they freak out and then they overreact, right? I think that you should definitely take a step back, talk to him, kind of see where he's coming from, and then just be like, hey, well, listen, if you still feel this way at 15, 16, maybe. Yeah, right we'll now, revisit this, yeah. Yeah, but right now you're eight years old. You ain't, am I, well, I'd probably say some real, listen, this is where I would be in like, oh, my little boosty shit. I'm like, you ain't even seen pussy yet. You don't even know what you're missing. <laughs> right. you ain't even, you ain't even had a like, chance to miss yeah. right here but you ain't even touch you ain't touch that thing yet but you ain't know what you miss but i'm at the same time too i'm like i get where he's coming because he wants to respect the child because at the end of the day you want to have your child's trust because i'm telling you once your kids don't trust you they won't tell you nothing and you have a lot of these kids why a lot of these parents don't know what their kids be doing kids be out in the street thotting it up and the parents don't know like oh no little little whatever <laughs> so nice and so good she'll do nothing wrong meanwhile, she got yeah meanwhile She's, you know what I'm saying, after school, busting it down. And you don't know, you know what I'm saying, that she comes home pregnant and you're like, oh shit, what happened? How could this happen? Or your son's out here, you know what I'm saying, slinging fucking, slinging deli sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> to every, to every. The beef cover out girl, here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, to every girl that come around. <laughs> so you want to have that trust with them because you want them to be able to come to you and tell you things and you don't pass judgment. 
I just think the way he went about it was wrong. And I de- I'm definitely not getting on again. I'm not getting on TV and broadcasting my business right. either. Like that's wild too. Like what? I I don't know why people with money feel like they got they have to let us know the wild shit they be going like. I think they do it to like <laughs> fit in with us. But some of the shit they be going through, I'm like, bro, that's rich people problems. Like I ain't never had no problems being, being a normal person. True. Uh, well, okay. So you know, I'm on the. Uh... I am a Bible believer, you know, and I uh, used to be considerably more of a hardliner. I'm a little bit more, well, probably a lot, a lot more liberal in my thinking now. But that being said, um, you know, uh, the Bible uh, talks about, and you know, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spake as a child. Uh, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Like I am very mindful of the fact that there are just so many things that you don't know in terms of nuance um, as a child, you know, um, that being said, that's not to, that's, and that's not to poo poo the wisdom of children um, because children can be very insightful and they're very intuitive and, and, and those sort of thing too. But a kid will lie to your face, you know, until you tell them that, so, you know what I'm saying? What's right and what's wrong. Like, they'll just do stuff based on instinct or because it's what feels right or what, you know what I'm saying? is right to them until you let them know what's right and wrong. Like you have to tell a child, Hey, it's not right for you to steal. You have to tell a child, Hey, it's not right for you to lie. You know, you have to give them a uh, moral structure and moral fiber and, and teach them right and wrong. Some things are intuitive. Yes, but not everything. Because, uh, you know, what I'm saying because animal, na- if you want to talk, go into nature and we start talking about instinct or what's natural, quote unquote, animal nature will have you steal, kill and destroy for whatever makes you feel good. Like, you know, they'll eat all the cookies because cookies taste great, you know, and won't eat the vegetables because the vegetables are nasty. But it isn't until you let them know, like, hey, fam, you can't eat all these cookies because you'll get sick. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and then and I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause I plan on eating some of those after dinner. So yeah. you know, so and that's you know what I'm saying, and that and that goes even even further or even more importantly to something as life altering as talking about changing one's uh sexual identity, you know, and or changing changing your name, changing your pronouns, you know what I'm saying? That that kind of stuff. That's you know, that that's too much for me to allow my eight, 10, 13 year old, even 16 year old, I'm for me, I'm like, if you're making that kind of decision, you need to make that after mm-hmm. you are 18, 19, 20, 20, 21. Like you, you, you 20 years old and you decide you don't want to be um, Marcus, but you want to be Marcy or Marcia. Okay, cool. You know, we'll, not you know not cool but we'll have that discussion or whatever you know because you know at the end of the day i really can't stop you because you you know what i'm saying you're an adult um but at at eight nine ten you know it's it's my responsibility or whatever to guide you in a, you know what i'm saying in the best way and to make sure that you don't you know you don't hurt yourself you don't cause yourself undue harm um and that's it and i just think i think it's irresponsible of any parent that does not um take that onus because if your kid burned out your house it's your fault it's not the kid's fault you know what i'm saying if the kid crashed crashed the car it's your fault not not their fault even at 15 16 years old or whatever because they're still under your insurance and all the rest of that stuff so it's like you have to think about it in that same in that same 
way, you're still liable for them. They're still your responsibility. They still keep your kids in college on your health insurance until they're 24. So that just gives more credence to the fact that like, what makes you think, you know what I'm saying? Even as, as things go on and you develop in your mind and all the rest of that stuff, whatever, that somebody's able to make that sort of decision about changing themselves or their life and all the rest of that stuff, whatever, you know, at, at such an early right. age, I, I just think, I think I it's mean, reckless for me, like, personally. I'm not going to say what I said, obviously, in our, uh, you know, group chat offline about it, but I will say this, um, allowing kids to make decisions at that early age is kind of just agreeing with what you said is to me, it's just, it's not, it's not wise. And the thing about it is like, this is, I would say Dwayne Wade in his situation it, it, is he's on the mainstream because this stuff is happening a lot more. It's going to happen a lot more uh, places than just there. So that's, that's the reason why Dwayne Wade as the actual topic of this conversation. Yeah. But this stuff happens a lot, especially like, you know, out in Washington when I was out there. I mean, I, I, I've talked to people who, you know, are definitely uh, in agreement with it. And, and which brings me to my next point is like the indifferent, like you can, we as Americans now, we can't have any difference of opinion and be friends with somebody else. And that's what me too is like me and you can right. be cool. And then all of a sudden I have one thing that you wholeheartedly believe against. And then all of a sudden now we cannot be friends. And I've seen that. I've seen it with stuff happening to me where people are like, well, if you don't like this, you can get off my page. We've never talked again. I hate you. All this type of stuff. I'm like, to me, I'm like. Yeah. Right, unfollow, unfriend, all the rest of that. Yeah, I mean, oh, but the motherfuckers ain't really your friends, bro. And I was gonna say, like, you can't unfriend somebody in real life. Like, I can't just be like, well, I'm, I'm unfriending you, Josh. Like, hey, we work in the same place. What are you talking about, dog? Like, no, I'm, I'm just gonna come to your house, bro. I sure it's like, I mean, with us, you know, all four of us. Obviously, we don't have a uh, brain today, but all of us, we all have difference of opinion. Like, we don't necessarily see out out and everything. But like, to me, I mean, to me, y'all just as close as my brothers are to me. You know what I'm saying? So. 100%, bro. Like, like, I definitely don't agree with some of y'all's takes on things, but you know what? Hey, of course. I understand that, you know, guess what? Just like everybody's entitled to say whatever they fuck they want on the internet, everybody's entitled to have their own opinion on things. You don't have to agree with it, but that don't mean you gotta, just because they don't agree with you, but you get attacked for it, like, right. really bad sometimes. And I, I don't, bro. You know what you gotta tell them? You know what you gotta start telling I mean, people that do that? Hey, come see me. How about that? Yep. You tell them I'm ready to come see you, you'd right. be surprised when people like The way I go about stuff, like, in two years, yep. like, I'm not going to, like, if it's a situation I know you feel strongly about, as long as you don't ask me about it, we good. But as soon as you ask me about it, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I'm going to just tell you how it is. Straight up. Like, All right, so I got a situation I feel strongly about, and I need to know y'all's input. PlayStation or Xbox? Well, uh, this is going to really determine not, our friendship right here. I would go with mm. <clears throat> Right. I would say I've been out the game too long, bro. I used to be a um I have an Xbox uh a fan, but I mean pretty You'll much get this thing like, off the call, Carlos. Get well, hold on. I'm about to say let me <laughs> <laughs> let me finish my point, dog. I'm saying like pretty much after PS3 though, I feel like PlayStation kind of raised the bar. So that's why I'm that's why I'm like I'm I'm kind of torn because I don't really know, you know what I'm saying, like where Xbox has been like since yeah, I mean I'm I'm all the way back in like Xbox one days, bro. So I'm uh you know, I'm behind the time. So Sorry. Yeah. No, I was giving you. It's just a, you know, it's giving me. I was gonna say like, you. Are you like changing the topic? You just did that what? like a, a lighter note. Like, <laughs> that was just a lighter note. Like, like, a lighter note. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> anyway. No, nah, but yeah. So I mean, this all comes down to parenting, bro. Like, listen, everybody's gonna parent differently. You can't tell nobody how to parent. 
But as a parent, I think you should really, really think about some of the things you let your kid do and you do to your kid. Because at the end of the day, it will have a lasting effect. Whether it's Absolutely. Oh, you got to be careful. Because, yeah. because first of all, letting your kid, first of all, encouraging your kid to do, first of all, paying somebody to have sex with your kid at 13 because you want to make sure that your kid is straight or whatever is wild. That right? Because is now you open up unsavory. a door. And you open up a box, and then if he gonna get some girl pregnant at sixteen, you can't get mad at him. No, nope. you already opened this door for him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So vice versa, you letting your kid change their life like that, and then they want to have. Then you know what? Later they decide they want to start a family, and now they can't. You just took that from them, whether you knew it or not. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be really, really careful on how yep. you go about these things because so, they can definitely back. I think I mean, yep. my personal opinion, but I do feel like that there is some infringement on how parents do raise their kids and with the society based off of what the social norm is. So I, I think we can't 100% say, because I prime example, right? One of the guys that I was friends with when I was out in Washington, he said like, you know, he said the teacher had sent him a video of his kid like dressing up with all girl clothes on his son, right? And he said he was highly upset, and but then he, and he he expressed his disgust with the teacher, and the teacher was like, "Well, we can't we can't assume his gender," and like, but this guy, this little kid's like five six years old, and you you allow my kid to wear a dress, and you send a picture of me to my how cute he is, and that's not something that I I support right. my child. And then then when you dig deeper into, it, he said like when he got to the school, like mostly what they had for the options for the kids to even wear was just girl clothes. So it's like now. Now you put my kid in an even tougher situation because you're thinking and then saying, oh, well, that's all we have is girl clothes and put on as well. So I'm like, that right there is like an infringement on, I mean, I guess the public schooling system is infringement on uh, how you raise your child in the first place. So I guess I just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Not I mean, what's the is like what they're exposed them, to, I guess is a better word. But like, oh yeah, but you can't, but see, the thing is like, if you but if you try to be one of those parents that shelters your kid and don't expose them to shit, they're gonna get wild when they get free because right. they don't know nothing and they don't they don't have no yeah. experiences, right? Perfect example, right? I had a friend who was like super cool, super chill. He didn't do like nothing wild, and then he got yeah. out and he, he, no, got, I, he got, once he turned eighteen, he started wilding. I most definitely have seen it. And I, I think he should expose crazy. the kid. But this is the thing: like we live in a world like as far as in in America, or I, I'm United States. Let me say that. Whereas, like we as parents, it's a lot. It's a go, go, go world, and a lot of times, like by the time you even get home, which is why I feel like parents definitely do their due diligence to teaching their kids. Before when they get home, they don't have time to devote time to their kids, and the only exposure to anything is coming from the school system. Yeah, I mean, the thought is that though. Tell me, as parents, you got to make time. And that's what I wanted. I think we kind of scratched the surface of it earlier, but I feel like as parents, we got to make sure that we're teaching our kids and answering those questions. And if they're not asking the question, you ask the question as a parent. Because if you don't, somebody else going to answer that question for them. Definitely. Like, like I, I said, said you'll, you'll, you'll learn, learn the wrong information. Mr. Echo. Yeah, my echo was no, terrible. No, no, key. But uh, I was, was going to say, say like, you'll learn uh, the wrong information from your peers. And so I'll say this, man, like, and it's something that I re- I wasn't going to say at first, but uh, I'm going to say, hey, uh, real quick, I'm going to give a disclaimer. Mama, I love you. But, like, when I was, like, growing up, man, like, I never really had, no, it's not bad. It's like oh, I no. never really had a oh, legit no. birds and the bees conversation. You know, my mom's equivalent to that was just saying, hey, you know, 
keep your penis in your pants, period. That's all it was. And to me, that's not a, a legitimate sex talk, you know what I'm saying, for, for a child. And that's just me being honest about it. Right, but she was saying keep in your pants. And I 100% agree with that. Out, yeah. But that's not a So... Sometimes you sometimes the best but it wasn't even like, like hey, listen, my like my learning of sex try. came from like a beyond of just keep your penis in your pants came from my friends and the little bit of anatomy lessons we got in school. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's as parents, that's, that's not that's not how we should no, do I things. Don't. Like really, it shouldn't. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. All right. So those are our last. That's our last triggering topic of the day. All right? No. You ready for the fun stuff? <laughs> All right. Let's get to the fun stuff. All right. So one thing that I totally forgot. I can't believe I didn't bring this up. Yo, your man, Mr. Yeah. Six Nine, right? I guess mm-hmm. he, he released a song last Friday. The song's all right. But then he went live and had like 1.6 mm-hmm. or like almost 2 million people in his live. How the, and you know how everybody lives by these street codes of like don't snitch. I think I those mean, days are done. So I, I was had some deep thought about that uh early other days. Like like I, I get the whole not snitching thing, but I'm like there's situations where it's like I've what people have done would be considered as snitching, but because of the the scenario, it wasn't like because like it was like a uh what is it? Um a, a movie I watched the other day where the girl saw witness somebody get killed. And then she put it on somebody else, right? And like to me, like that to me is still snitching. You snitched on just because you snitched on the other the other um team, don't save your team, don't make it right. And I think mm-hmm. I think it's all about how it gets looked at, which is why I asked last week when we were talking about what's that true definition of, of us, what snitching is. God I think it, yo, two weeks ago. I think that was two weeks ago. Really, yeah, yeah. I need to <laughs> anyway. You need to check your notes. Uh, I just really stumbled now. But anyways, like, I think there's more to the definition than what, like, oh, you know, you snitching on somebody and just telling on them. Like, I mean, I guess to me it's given a situation. I don't know. Listen, I didn't see dudes fall in, like, similar, easier situations. You know what I'm saying? So... For you, if you fold in a light situation, somebody throwing 60 years at you, you can't look at this man like, oh, he has snitched. I don't know. I mean, like, no, did he tell? Uh, 100% he did tell. But the question you got to ask is like, yo, would you do the same thing? A lot of people would probably say no, but they get him in that room and somebody's throwing 60 years at you, not telling you, hey, you ain't going to see your kid. Guess what? Right. What you going to do then? I agree with you know that, man. Because it's like, like, my thing is, first of all, like, I, I'm gonna try to be smart and ahead of the game, so I don't have to ever put myself in a situation where I gotta weigh put the weight stuff in the balance about how I'm gonna make a decision. But uh, like I could, I can see that. Like you know, what I'm saying you talking about you talking about going to jail for the rest of your life and missing all the things that is important to you. I I can see how some people can fold under pressure, you know. And then those people don't. No, hundred percent. Right. I mean, it is what you it is. So like, but my thing is like. I like. I guess it goes back to what Rainmaker was saying. Like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, snitch on on a person that that may have committed a crime that's towards us because we're friends. But I'll handle it in the streets. You know, what I'm saying like, like whatever. You know, but yeah. But why should I go? But so then you, I mean, I understand that. You know, street right. justice is cool. Mm-hmm. But then you get caught up. Then what? 
I mean, to me, it's like uh, a, it's like a never-ending story, like where it's like he's just going down rabbit holes and stuff. To me, I mean, yeah, I mean, right. like I said, I mean, and but then again, for his situation, it's just like, 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 bro, man, like you got to jail. Everybody leave, just like, just stop, man, like for real. What you you can't, bro? What you? But that's the thing, like he is gonna make money, and kids don't care. Which is crazy. Like kids don't care. So I mean, it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna. I don't care. Like whatever. That man snitched. That man snitched. Like it is what it is. Right. And like, that's but what I'm saying is like yeah, I get that, and I don't really care either. But it's just like, hey, bro, like you laid your bed, just lay in a man and go ahead and do do you do you and then whatever. That is what he's doing. Why he he's owning up to it? Like he's down talking about how like, he's like, like, like oh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna finish shit like all this stuff. Like okay. Oh, because well, because like I guess you know how it is though. People want to like street people want to be like, hey, yo, he a snitch. Don't fuck with him, and like they want to send a piece on it. So I guess now he outing him out. Like he, I know him and Snoop Dogg was like talk. Like I guess they was getting into it, and then he was talking about Snoop Dogg snitch. I don't know much of the story, so I have. to. I mean, uh, it ain't you really ain't gonna be able to find much. Really, I mean, because it's but. Right. Well, I know I know Snoop Dogg. I know Snoop beat a murder case, but I don't know how he. I don't know how he beat a murder case because I was young when that shit happened. Though, so that wasn't like. Right. You know I'm saying? I just remember the dog, the album. And I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. Uh, but the other crazy thing is like, oh man, a lot of people love New Jack City, and the movie's about a motherfucking yeah. snitch. <laughs> like, well, Wesley Snipes was a goddamn snitch in that movie. He sat right. up there at the end of the movie and was telling on everybody. Right. And everybody like, oh, I want to be like Nino Brown or Frank Lucas. Right. Frank, yes. Frank Lucas was told really? you know, at the end, Denzel was telling on everybody. I mean, but to me, that goes like, into yo, how on, like, bro. like, get the fuck out of here, man. Who we consider heroes in our community, man. Like, that that to me is even a whole nother topic. So I don't even know if I should even bring it up right now. It'd probably be something. Yeah, we're not on that. Um, so the whole, this is on me agenda. It's supposed to be another battle coming up though, bro. Uh, damn, there was something. It's gonna be uh between oh, who's, Floyd what's Mayweather <laughs> and Fantasia they got a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm done. I'm done with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. When I saw it, like, dang, these jokers, like, they go hard. I mean, away. I... Yeah. Oh, but speaking oh, of man. battles, yo, fam, I couldn't listen to it, man. The yo, audio Nelly. was trash. <laughs> bro, my man came in there with it. Right, he bro, came bro. in there with that. I was listening to it. I was listening to Ludacris was on there, like, because I guess Nelly. I, I came in after Nelly dropped out the first time. So I listened to Ludi, played a new song, a couple new songs, I think it was. They always dope. And then finally, like, we're going to have Nelly back in. They was doing like a countdown thing. They finally got him back in. And it just sounded like he had like his cell phone turned to a microphone or something. I'm like, I don't know what it was. I'm like, bro, this is trash, man. I just can't. Bro, I, it just shows you like, hey, it shows right. you what movie wealth and rapper wealth. It shows you all the difference. Because that movie wealth. Yo, Luda had the had the nice setup. He getting that move the movie checks. Mm-hmm. Nelly over here got the uh the Air Force One internet. Right. That's <laughs> what the people don't even use no more. Right. Nelly ass was, Nelly ass was in a dilemma. <laughs> and then the other thing was so like when he came back in, I'm like, uh, all right, cool. Something. Audio already kind of sounds trash. And then like he starts trying to turn the music on, which you know Luda was like, nah, man, ain't nothing to worry about. And I'm like, bro, like you you just was offline for how long? You didn't get all this stuff straight beforehand? Like, you dive back into your next song? You're like, oh, hold on. I want to get this right. I'm like, what you <laughs> Right, man. Bro, Comcast and I'm like, like, like cloud cover? Man. I'm like, what kind of Wi-Fi he got, man? SHF or something, man? I don't know, man. 
Yeah, I know. I... Yo, oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> um, so now that you're back, uh, we're gonna check you up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fuck, was he talking about? Oh, we talking about six nine. How six nine came back out, and then uh, man, listen, listen, listen. So I'm gonna tell you a secret, bro. Yo, the streets don't care no more, bro. Snitching shit is over. Like nobody cares about a snitch. Like he he making money. Like yo, listen, nobody cares about snitching no more. It's not it's not as big as a deal as it was when we was a kid. Yo, I, yo you, it's a big deal for me regardless. So I, I ain't never gonna change on that. Like, all he, right, so I got you. I got a couple of questions for him. Ask you then. How he'll never ever get any love for me. How never. you feel about Nino Brown? What you mean? And uh, and uh, what's the name? New Jack City. New Jack City. Oh, he was a he was a punk too. Like the way he went out because he just Lucas. tried to help everybody. All right, Frank Lucas. Frank Lu- Frank Lucas went out the same way. Like I mean, but Frank Lucas also. I mean, he was in a situation um, where he, he wasn't looking at. He, I mean, he was pretty much up Poop's Creek without a paddle. But uh, I mean, but his thing was more so getting after the mafia and not so much getting after his own people because they already had all his folks. So, all, all his right, folks. No, so I'm glad you say that because now I want to know what the difference is. Because if you tell me, hey, you're you're a 21 year old kid. You're looking at 60 years. You're never going to see your daughter again. You're never going to see none of that again. These dudes robbed you, tried to kill you, took all your money, and fucked your baby mama. And then, you know what I'm saying? So, like, where do you, like, so, but now, like, now where Frank Lucas is okay, but he's not? That's some wild shit. I well, I just, like I just don't mess with Takashi because I feel like he, um, he was in a game that he was not really ready to play. And so was Frank Lucas, if you want to look at it. No, 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 Frank, Frank Lucas grew up in the game. Takashi was a good kid. Like he, so what you know, you're telling so- me is that if Takashi would have been in the gang life since he was a kid and then got into it later and then decided to snitch, it's okay. All right, so <laughs> let's go back to let's go back to my original rules. My original rules of of the difference between snitching and between. Uh, it's not okay if you're if if you're telling stuff to save yourself and you you know what I'm saying you basically Ellen out on everybody else whatever to save yourself that it's not okay. But if you're actually doing it for the good of something, i.e., in Frank Lucas situation or whatever, he actually started helping the cops because it was it ended up being for the good of breaking down the entire like mafia system. They got some good out of it, all the rest of that stuff, whatever. He got a little bit of time off. He didn't even get a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm off on that. For for uh, Takashi, his intentions was not about, you know what I'm saying, doing it for the good of people or to, you know what I'm saying? It was because they did X, Y, and Z to me, you know what I'm saying? And because I'm finna go to jail for 80 bajillion years or whatever, and I don't want to see that much time, I'm going to do, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give them X, Y, and Z information. Okay. You know, so- part about it. Oh, but why is... I, mean, I totally like, forgot. It's cool. Oh, we know, bro. Oh, what's up? Be quiet. <laughs> just, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Did we? Did we do productions? Yeah, we, bro. This the end. This the end of it, bro. We at the end. Damn, <laughs> yo. <laughs> it's cool though. We talk about six nine, so you can jump in. Let's go. Yeah. Hold on, but I'm gonna interject because I got. I'm gonna throw out a couple things here. Right? Okay. But go. go ahead, Carlos. You go first because I know you've been waiting. No, I was gonna say, um, like I don't, I don't get your justification of why his situation is different. Like, why he switch, why he snitching on the mob? The mob doing the same thing he's doing. They just right, and that's all of it. And that's no, dog, saying. because no, because the mob, the mob was trying to squeeze him, and that was the other part. They always was, all, you know what I'm saying, was all about controlling the product until he get the work around for. But that's a part of the game, though, man. 
No, but that's but here's the okay. So again, so now we so let's go into so again let's let's jump now. I'm finna jump real big and go into institutional racism. It's institutional oh racism, even God. in no game. <laughs> yes, dog. Nah. <laughs> no, I knew what you were about to say. Let's go ahead, drop that. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I ain't, I'm not trying to go on the top. But I know what we're gonna say though. But I mean, because because my point was, look, they it was white cops. You had, you know what I'm saying, the Italian mafia and all the rest of the stuff, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they always putting the squeeze on Frank Lucas and trying to get in his pockets. That's the reason why he created a workaround and flew to uh, Vietnam and all the rest of the stuff, whatever, on his own. Because he had to build his own system because working within the framework of the system, he was constantly getting squeezed. And that's the reason why he had no problem yelling them out was because they came and wanted to pinch him after he had already built his own system. They was like, oh, well, we want to get our cut. Like, no, nah, fam, y'all didn't put in on this. Takashi got into a game. Um, all right, so I'm asking a question, Key. Yep. All right, so if I steal a piece of gum, am I a thief? Yes. If I steal a car, am I a thief? Yes. So either way, I'm a thief, right? Yes. So if I snitch on the mob because they're trying to take something from me that I was doing illegally, but I had to work hard to get it, I snitched, but I'm not a snitch. You're still a snitch. Either way it goes, you're still a snitch. No matter how you want to slice it, that's yeah, still a snitch. Yo, I believe in that. A snitch because, is a snitch you know, is a snitch. Yeah, because I mean, like, even though, regardless of you told, whatever, regardless of your reasoning for telling on them, you still told. No matter how you want to slice it. Yo, if, if you're telling, motherfuckers ain't fucking. Well, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about. Actually, yo, that shit's over. Some days is done. That's a... Um, that's yo, a, Josh, though. Josh. What's up, man? I'm mad at you, man. No, you ain't mad at me. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Already, I, man. Because you already know what kind of difficulties I deal with, man, with my job. You know what's funny, brother? I, hit you, I sent you multiple messages. And I was no, like, I didn't. No, you didn't. Te- you texted me once, man. Let me you tell you how many times you. I text you. You could have just I'm, gave me a call, man. Give me a call. What's I text you. I said, I text you. Then I said, hey, man. Bro, why don't you just call me, man? We had talked about this before. <laughs> well, you told me to text you. That's what you said. You said, hey, I, I don't I get said, hey, man. messages, so text hey, me. Hey, <laughs> text me or, or fucking call, man. You hateful motherfucker. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now this is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault, man. Like I didn't talk to him yesterday. Like he didn't talk to us yesterday at all. Yeah, but I be having stuff going on, man. You know. Man. And I respect that, brother. That's why I wasn't like, well, hey, he busy, he busy. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you said we had that. We could, I guess we could have waited in, in, in this. Place. Yeah, man. You, y'all motherfuckers hateful, man. <laughs> nah, bruh. Our y'all must be. Supposed to be family. Anyway, man, get back to Kashi. <laughs> Hey, yeah, next, right hey, here. you know what we're gonna do next podcast? We're gonna just call Rain. Rain gonna do all the talking the whole podcast. <laughs> we're gonna give Rain and, his own and, it, and it'll be it'll be a good ass podcast. <laughs> it will, it will, because it's gonna be a lot of shit that you're gonna be like, damn, this motherfucker really said that shit out loud to them people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but all I'm saying, bro, is like is a snitch is a snitch. Like, no matter how you want to slice it, all right. But uh Please tell me nobody. Yo, fam. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Huh? Y'all talking about, you talking about me, man. You was what? No, I, told him you. I forgot my mic is too good. I didn't think it was going to pick it up. Come on, man. Pick it all up. Anyway. <laughs> 
All right. Yo, I ain't cutting that shit either. I ain't cutting that shit. Either. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, hey, leave it in, man. Fuck it. All right. Anyway, so a snitch is a snitch, bro. That's a, it. Was, but people don't care no more. It's not that big of a deal. Bro, hey, so really yeah, I think that's that, awesome. You said people don't care. The streets still care. That man better watch his back, man. Like straight up. <laughs> I was saying you all right. The streets care, but guess what? How many people in the streets? But you think about the street uh, life? Like how many people live in that street life? Not that many no more. Enough to get to him. Well, he moved. They yeah, man. Get, first of all, hey, if you would be stupid, reach out and touch you, man. No, they will. The but first of all, if you was, if you really want to get retaliation on that man, you know how stupid you got to be at this point. If he already snitched on the, if he already snitched to the feds, you don't think the feds are gonna be watching, just waiting, just to get more motherfuckers off the street? You'll be dumb. And think about like this, right? In order for the Takashi to snitch, somebody had to snitch on Takashi in order for him to be able to, uh, for them to have the information they had on them to even get him to talk in the first place. Man, y'all, man. I'm telling you, that's one I saw thing it on I Facebook from somebody's post, though. So I ain't know. Like that was mine. <laughs> what you, you can't, because somebody snitched on you and you snitched on them. That just make both of y'all snitching. But let's think, nobody be caring no more like that besides the streets. But how many, people, saying, like, how many people live in that street? You can't be like, like, well, you told on me, I'm a, I can well, give you right to tell on you. Like, no, nah, man, both of y'all just snitches now. No, you're right. But we're talking about his, so we talking about like how he came back and he's doing numbers. And it was like, well, first of all, his demographic don't care about no snitching. They don't care about none of that. They just want the music. Yo, so I got a perfect scenario. But his music was trash to begin with. That's nah, all man, he got some bangers. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. Yeah. So he got some bangers. All right. Yeah. If you all see everybody, like, yeah, he got some bangers. No, I, I, I don't agree. I, I, I like the music, so I. I well, again, he, does, he doesn't make music for our demographic, so I can understand that. Well, I can, I mean, I, I, but I can appreciate the fact that, like, hey, man, the the music is catchy, you know? Yeah, I mean? it's good for workout. That's some good workout music, bro. So, I must say, catchy don't make, I mean, all right, whatever, dog. Yeah, really? I got that. Man, I'm everybody out here doing the slide. That's what I'm saying. That song is not that great. I'm not, I'm going to say, I'm not even going, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got it, so. I'm just saying, man, like, you you looking for some Nasir or some Jay-Z type lyrics. I'm like, yo, he ain't got that, but that's not his demographic. Speaking of lyrics, now that we're on them. Yo, fam. Dang. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't no problem. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to the track. Okay, go. Now I can come back here and say he ain't write that shit. He wrote some of it, but not all of it. All right, for those, for those of y'all who don't know what he's talking about, we talking about the Joyner Lucas and Will Smith song. The, the, the song that Joyner Lucas made honoring Will Smith, well, they did a remix, and Will Smith is actually on a remix or whatever. And Josh is saying that he had a ghostwriter, and I call BS. Josh said he finally listened to the song, and he and he don't think Will Smith wrote it. I now, said not all of it. I'll, I'll give him some, because some of that shit was Will Smith corny, which I respect, because that's Will Smith's rap type. But some of that stuff he was saying, I was like, nah, man, them words flowing together too nice. Too, too nice. Okay, first of all, you you neglect like this nigga was a professional rapper for like 10 years of his, of his first career. Like, no, dog. He, he 100% was. I'm just Go saying. back and listen to, you got to go back and listen to Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like, if the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like, you need to go back and listen to that Will Smith and then come back and tell me if that nigga didn't write what he wrote. He didn't write That's, that shit, bro. Okay. Pin don't, uh, like pins don't, you know, pins don't stay that sharp that long. It, it's not about pins don't stay that sharp. That long. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Yo, people who do music, so, okay. people, know so what, people who do music know what I'm talking about. So Jay-Z getting ghostwritten for it then? No, Jay-Z ain't stopped rapping. Okay, all right, dog. Because neither did Will Smith. Cali- all right, but we talk about the caliber of rap. Jay-Z's a way better rapper than Will Smith, so we're not going to do that. 
I'm not I'm not saying that either. That's not the, that's like the okay. All right, dog. Whatever, dog. But it's like this, I'm right? Not... So think about this, right? So if we put it like this, right? So you're very perfect example, right? Went from being fat to putting the fear, striking fear in the hearts of young men, in a matter of months, dog. Wait, don't what happened? The pen don't sh- don't stay sharp that long. It only took him a little bit of time to put in work to go from being fat, Mike Tyson, to oh snap, I don't want to see this nigga in the ring, Mike Tyson. Well, you didn't want to see him in the ring when he was fat either. Like, let's not get that shit confused. Yeah, nah, man. I'm not getting punched on Mike Tyson. Well, for the right man. amount of money, Mike Tyson can punch me. So, hey, Mike, if you hear this podcast back. one day, nah. if you put the right amount of money on the table, I'll take one. I'll take one blow. <laughs> but I'm letting you know now, if you don't knock me out with that one blow, yeah. you know, you be, you're right, be but if you don't knock me out, I won that fight. I'm talking that shit every day for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, Mike Tyson punched me in the face. It wasn't shit, bro. I'm all right. Did you see the Vander Holyfield one, though? Yo, that man, I can fight a Why you Yo, my, yo, I think I'd be all right, bro. He might fuck me up a little bit, but I can t- I can eat at least at least six of them before I'm, right. like, I'm done. It may look so slow, man. Like, man, they don't look yeah. like that. I was like, yo, if he fight like that for real, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm moving like yo, he ain't gonna hit me. <laughs> Muhammad Ali is that. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then we was talking about uh, the Nelly and uh, Ludacris uh, battle, and I was telling them how you know Nelly Internet had a dilemma. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> Nelly Internet. Nelly, Nelly went Teddy Chris. Riley on us, but you know what I'm saying it. It. it... Nah, well, Teddy <laughs> Riley went Teddy Riley on us. Yo, Nelly lost. Yo, Nelly had that McDonald's Wi-Fi. He lost connection. You know, back in they had that dial up. I was like, damn. It's showed the difference between rapper money and movie money for real. Right? For real, I'm gonna say like you go, you switch to acting, dog. It's a bit, it's a game changer. <laughs> yeah, them pockets looking. I was like, damn, that internet looks nice. <laughs> but yeah, man, that will shit. Listen, I'm not gonna say he didn't write, he didn't write some of it, but he didn't write all of it. And I can't wait, I can't wait for it to come out that he had some help, and because I know Jaden, Jaden was definitely in there writing some of that shit. Facts, because Jaden got bars. Jaden does have bars, but. So I know he wrote at least at least a couple of bars for his dad. At least a nice little eight. <laughs> Give me eight. Like, hey, son, I need eight. I, I already wrote get 16. I need eight from you. Yep. And I'm going to write yep. another 16. Hey, well, Will, I know Will already yep. said, like, he yep. asked yep. the old boy to up on one of his tapes one time. He's like, can I get on there with you? <laughs> so, okay. So, all right. So let's talk about this then. So if I write something and I talk to you and I'm like, hey, I spit this to you or whatever, and you hear and you're like, no, I changed this to this, and I change it or whatever. I, mean, I helped you. Okay, help is one thing, but I'm saying, but does that make you a ghostwriter for me now because you changed two words in my in my whole verse, or because you were like, I, I mean, don't like this. So are you asking me? Or are you asking us as a collector? Because if you asking just me, yeah, nigga, I want my props, nigga. Put me on the fucking track <laughs> album, like, hey, writer, fucking help slash producer. I helped write this shit. Fuck you, me. I mean, if you paying me, I'm like, man, you pay me for pay me for my silence. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, yo, hey, I'm a ghost. I'll be a ghost. You, you know what I'm saying? But if I yo, but if your song gonna come out to be a hit and I helped you write that, acknowledge me. I'm like Drake, bro. I need acknowledgement. If I got it, then tell me I got it. Right. Y'all ain't silly. So all right. Listen, if Jaden helped him, it pers- but you know the song was dope. I like the song, it was cool. Song's cool. But song is dope. I, 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 the fir- the, at first I was like, damn, Key was right. He didn't he did write this shit. And then he started getting into like the second part, and I was like, 
Nah, that nigga ain't right. There. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, them bars is too nice. I was like, nah, them, them words is rhyming really well. Because at first it was like a little corny. Huh? What? Hey, you know what? You know, you know what I can agree with though. We had talked about like he had cursed a lot in Bad Boys. Um, the Bad Boys. My man. Oh, that's, did. that's funny. More that's than what I, I said ever yesterday. Had him I was like, life, yo, yeah, what's like, the, never <sighs> cursed his raps, but you watch Bad Boys. That man said more f bombs. <laughs> I've never said him a whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hard. Yo, he was cursing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you? You know, I was like, no, because a motherfucker like me come come one of us. Like, don't do it, man. That motherfucker said, "Mother, yeah, that shit." Yeah, but still, uh, yeah, man. Um, oh, we getting Stimmy's round two coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Run me my check. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Say, y'all look out for the Stimmy's. Stimmy's. If you didn't blow the first one. Might as well blow the second. Might as well blow the second one. Might as well blow the second one. I blew it. I blew that. Brother blew it. (laughs) (laughs) But this is kind of crazy, man. This corona shit's winding down, but it's probably not. It's just a ploy. It's just so we don't. Just so we can go back to work and then she gets in. I mean, yeah. I get. I mean, I get it. I get it. Like you know, saying like sometimes you have to outweigh the. You got to look at the. You know, what I'm saying you got to look at the. uh, You got to do a risk assessment and see what's working. Yeah, man. Did you? You saying work? Bruh, sometimes, you the, ju- sometimes the juice ain't worth the squeeze, bro. And right now, they, you know what I'm saying, they out here trying to get orange juice out of turnips. Yeah, but yeah. the problem is, if you don't get, the problem is if we don't get this orange juice, <laughs> it's going to be, you know where them guns we was talking about? Yeah. I really wish you had one of them motherfuckers then. Don't worry, I'm going to get one as soon as they let me back out here in these streets. Because I'm telling you now, bro, if they don't get this orange juice out these turnips, and we go into a depression, you're gonna see real thug life. Cause this ain't the twenties, bro. It's it's a lot, it's a lot more people in the world now. And poverty will hit fast and quick. Cause let me tell you one thing I know about housing market and bills, bill collectors. They don't give a fuck. You ain't paying, pay, they come to get their shit. Hey, hey, let me tell you, I told I told Cass around here, I said, hey man, what's gonna happen is mark my words, they gonna um they gonna be like uh Corona, 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 then it's gonna go away and they're gonna be like economy. <laughs> and then like what, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. That's like hundred percent. Yeah. Like we this economy to, though. Yeah, we ain't trying to talk about none of that. Yeah, so yeah, ladies, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Um, blow your checks. I don't know what I'm gonna buy with this one because I put the other one away. But this one I gotta do something, gotta treat myself, you know what I'm saying? I try to be responsible every once in a while. Man, good for you. Man, I got me some running shoes. No, yeah, I'm I know. Me this, some one, this one, I'm going, I'm going stupid. Man. I'm about to buy something dumb. Some AirPods. I might go fuck around, go Joe Exotic, and go put a down payment on the top. I did get a, um, I got a trench coat, <laughs> which is pretty dope. Oh shit, <laughs> man! You, I thought you was gonna mention about a tiger. <laughs> yeah, I thought you was gonna yeah, I was I like, damn, you know, nah, I coat, you know, like, I'm Detroit, but I ain't that Detroit though. Like, uh, Peter, I don't have to be at first, but my um. But now that you mentioned it, though, that might be a good look at the second check, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get you a nice little mink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's stunning. I say throw it out in the Something light. Something crazy. I mean, this thing, I'll tell you now, this thing here for my birthday, we're going to have 1200 bottles or something. <laughs> 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 Put them on the table. I'm going to spell Trump on some shit. <laughs> Start popping them one by one. Nah, <laughs> 
Put it in the stock market. Yeah, nah, man. Don't put too much money in the no. stock market just in case, because stock market's wild. I mean, but my, my thing I mean, is, if, it, if the economy money, what? Yeah, if the economy tanks, you're right, but then you lost that money. You ain't gonna yeah, that. but if your know, money gonna be worth nothing if the economy like one hundred percent crash. Like we done. Like so. Well, it ain't gonna hunt, but it'll never one hundred percent. Exactly. Cash. That's why they just all this stuff. They don't care. They don't care about the economy more. They care about the economy. Delicious. They care about the economy, fam. Bro, can they, you imagine if you had a hundred dollars in your pocket and it wasn't worth nothing? You could employ to keep the economy going. Fighting. No, no, I'm going to the strip club. It's always worth something. It's <laughs> crazy. That is, hey, there's one place where your money is always worth. Always, and that is the strip club. <laughs> the strip club, man. You be like, yo. You know what would be so funny if they opened the strip club the same day that the Stimmies came Oh, scram. Yo, you know we need to invest in... Hey, yo, guys, I just had a great idea. But didn't they have a drive <laughs> Not a- yeah. Oh, that's in Washington. Yeah, y'all wild in Washington, <laughs> They got their drive through drivers, And you gotta buy <laughs> no, them. And you gotta buy I mean, in Washington, they've been had them doggone bikini baristas. It's pretty much the same. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Drive up strip club. Like they had poles out there. It was like, you know how you go to like a haunted house in your car? Yeah. It's like that. Or you go through like, what is it, like them Christmas light things in your car? It's like yeah. that. You just, they had these little gates up and they had stripper poles out there everywhere. And strippers nah. just busting it open. I swear to God. Bro, nah, that's, yo, that's yeah. fantastic, man. So you had to send, you had to send 30, you had to say, I think it was $30 to get in. And then you had to buy a plate of food at the end. Some of us throwing ones out their window. At Yo, strippers. that's fantastic. Man. <laughs> it's outstanding. That is absolutely. Yeah. I that's love great it. Time right? have I love the ingenuity. Yes. I love everything about that, man. <laughs> that's, the wild, I think that's some wild Washington stuff right. right there. I love everything about that, man. Like, good on those people. Those are good people. Great American, man. I would say that's, that is the American, that's true American spirit right there, man. Look, gotta but just yeah. thinking about it, yo, you know when they open, they lift this band, bro. We need to, there's got to be some kind of like alcohol or like strip club we can invest in. Because I'm pretty sure somebody about to make so much money when they, this is all over. Like bars, man. if I owned a bar, bro, I would just be getting ready for the opening. I'd be like, yo, man, I should have, I, I should have put money on in mask, man. And I, I thought about yeah. it. Yeah. I thought about it too. So I was like, man, I'm not putting no money on, on, on fucking face, man. You know but- <laughs> Oh yeah, so we were having technical difficulties there. Um, but yeah, so we're yeah. <laughs> yeah, technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am looking for. Well, it's yeah. funny when we talked about working in a bar, though. I am um, as as somebody who works in a bar, and it's going to be interesting to see what it's going to be like. Because I mean, just. All of the social distance and stuff, and like trying to be mindful. Man, drunk people don't care about no damn social distancing. That sound cool <laughs> in a vacuum, but mama's con- they don't. They man. conscious now. They there. conscious of it now. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see. Oh yeah, the table goes out the window when you drunk. <laughs> nah, I promise you. I promise you, man. It is not a thing. Whatever. Oh yeah, no. Nah. Drunk people gonna be like, yo, listen. If I want to get next to Shotty, I'm getting next to Shotty. Ain't no coronavirus. Going and on. I work in a very small and, and intimate place and, too, and, so it's gonna be. Well, first of all, you, you, I would be more matter. worried about people having sex on the floor in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> going it ain't gonna be that tough. Been deprived. <laughs> all right, but you don't know how. Listen, I'm gonna tell you about Americans, bro. When the prohibition was going on, they were yeah, wild. it's true. Because yeah, they was like, oh, we can't look no more. Don't worry, we gonna start yeah. wilding out. Yeah. So you imagine you just locked over 300 million Americans. <clears throat> 
in their house. <laughs> yeah. They can't go to the bar no more. And they be can't like, go to their ass. And be like, y'all motherfuckers chill a little bit, all right? They're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. It's like being grounded. Remember when you would get grounded and as soon as you could go back outside with your friends, he's like, yo, we hitting all, all right, man, I'm on this bike for the rest of the night. Like, don't even trip. Yeah, like, yo, ride your bike damn near halfway across town. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the city. How the hell I get here? I don't even know. Fuck, I got my right. bike. Bro, I ain't yeah. never been grounded in my whole life, yo. I'll tell you that. Well, we we weren't all, you know, as good as you, Rain. We were some of us were no, kids. No, no, hundred percent, man. My, my mother used to always give me the option, whooping or or grounded. I'm like, this whooping about to last for a couple <laughs> couple, couple minutes. Give me the whooping, yo. All day, I, I fight all too. day. Made a motherfucker tough, yo. <laughs> That's true. I can, you can definitely tell. That you took the I can off definitely me. tell yeah, that man. you took the woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I remember that time you called me. He's like, "Yeah, bro, I'm at the hospital." And I was like, you "What?" And you told me, "I was like, this motherfucker's crazy, bro." <laughs> My ass is laid down. I'm like, I'm done. I'm here. Call <laughs> the people to come get me, bro. You wild. Yeah, man, I take I take the physical piece all day, yo. <laughs> like, I used to. Uh, I used to- Try to come on after my dad went to work when he'd be like late shift or he had to get up early in the morning. I come on after he got after he left. My mom like your daddy mad at you. Like cool, I'll be at work when you get off the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. You know I used to do. Bro, I used to put on like five pairs of underwear and I put my jeans on. <laughs> oh no, like, no, no! My mother needed the cheap. Right, I ain't whipping no clothes. Yo, I got it one time. I got it one time, and then the next time she's like, Nah, G, you gonna have to run. And she saw him and she's like, Oh, you <laughs> And I was like, damn. damn. <laughs> my, mom, my mom needs the cheeks, yo. Need the bare butt. I ain't whooping no clothes. What I look like? Oh, I used to think my mother was so hateful, like this fucking hateful woman. Yeah, little did you know she was preparing you for the real world. Yeah, but I'm like, how can you do that? But now, I, man, like, you love me. You know what I mean? But now I, I, I beat the brakes off my kids and feel fine. All right. And that's it, baby. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's do the uh let's let's do the close out yeah. of this thing. All right, yeah, because it's getting out of control. All right. So uh let me see what I got for you boys. Um I still can't believe I can't believe Key don't agree with the snitching thing. That's crazy. Um <laughs> I'm not even finna get back into it, dog. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, feel, no, no, I, I do. No, I, you may, you may valid points though on a Frank Lucas joint, so I have to, uh, I have to concede. But I'm definitely not agreeing with you on none of the other stuff though, on the music stuff or none of that tomfoolery. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my quote of the day, we're gonna go with. The more you talk about negative things in your life, the more you call them in. Speak victory, not defeat. That was from Joel Osteen. Uh, fun fact of the day. The most common street name is Second Street, not First Street. Ooh, Pretty crazy. That right? is crazy. <clears throat> All right. And I'm your boy, JT. You can follow me on the Twitters. At Boxfade Joshi, B O X F A D E J O S H I E. And it's Carlos G. And you, uh, we did get our Facebook page up. So, uh, go over there and follow us. Oh, shit, we it's did. The Four Horsemen. Oh, actually, it's the Four Horsemen podcast without V. So, go on over there and uh, follow us on there. And we'll be putting up our podcast. You got any questions for us? Put them in there. 
Yeah, anybody listening to this, yeah, if y'all got some crazy fan art or some suggestions, some things that we could do, please let us know. Because at the end of the day, we're, we ain't going nowhere, so we're only trying to get better. All right, so if you're listening now, you're going to be listening to us three years from now. You're probably going to listen to us until they die. So, yeah. Well, well, and uh, it's, it's me, Rain. I didn't get the intro because motherfuckers hateful. But anyway, I ain't got nothing to follow on. Damn, you still on that shit? <laughs> I don't, motherfuckers don't forget. Oh. All right. Yo, yo, it's, it's Keith, 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 everything, everything, everything. Stupid, stupid. All right, so that's uh, yeah, Robot, yeah. that's Robot Key. That's Robot. Key. Oh, Robot. damn. The one thing I forgot to talk about, but fuck, well, whatever, we gotta go. Whatever. Hey, next the time. cranium, that's all I'm saying. Shut the fuck up. All right, so it's said like Key did it, 313. Y'all follow him on all the <laughs> socials. All right. And uh yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. And that's that. Peace, peace. That's that. All right. Peace. peace.